The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. Hello and welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brian Gilbert, here with my co-host, uh, as always, Joel Meyer. How are we doing, Joel? Oh, I'm doing all right. Uh, we got another big slate of college football tomorrow. I'm looking forward to. Uh, you know, it's going to be another busy Saturday for me, but it's all about you now. How about that uh, Phillies win? Huge, absolutely huge win in Game Three on, on Friday at home. Now they got a two-one lead. Uh, they got their home for Game Four and Game Five. So win it at home, close it out on Sunday, make it nice and easy. Uh, this game, it's it's nice to have some sort of playoff like energy back because I, I'm missing it with the Flyers. That's not going to come around anytime soon, even though Torts is getting really the best out of this team. But having having that where you're living and dying like on every pitch, it's just it, it's so good to have back. For sure, yeah, I know how that feels. Uh, it's a few short months ago, but uh, <laughs> it's not it's not enjoyable to watch though either. Right? It, it feels good after you win, but during the game, it's torture. Yeah, during the game, it's like, all right, just 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 get out of this, you know, just just let it let, let it end. And and I, I feel like almost playoff baseball is is worse than playoff hockey. Because playoff baseball, every single pitch, as long as it's, it's a close game, is you're just gonna be ho- hoping for it. And hockey, you can at least have like those shifts where like, okay, they're they're not they're not too dangerous. But but baseball is just like every every pitch. But so yeah, you guys just up there in uh, Canada clowning on baseball, not even knowing it was a best of seven series, whatever. Um, but all right, we, we've have some, uh, we've been seeing a lot of in, increased downloads this month and this new season here, we've been trying to record more. We've been seeing more downloads moving up the charts and we, we appreciate all that. So if you uh, like what you're listening to, make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at hockey SGPN. One sharp sharks have been doing a great job on there with some clips and some graphs, and hopefully we can give them some more winning picks to, to, uh, work with. Make sure you uh, follow and subscribe to us on Apple or Spotify and leave us a five-star rating and review. On Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. On Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And, of course, make sure you check out the Discord. we got new faces in there. Don't let the uh, the sharks scare you away. sg.pn slash Discord. Join the hockey channel. You're going to have a great time. All right, uh, we got, got not much news since since we last recorded uh, two days ago. But Nikolai Ehlers, he was day to day, then he was out for the Jets. Now he's finally placed on the IR. What, what do you what do you make of that, Joel? Oh, that's a big blow for the Jets there, with uh, one of the more dynamic offensive wingers missing from action. Uh, they're actually playing more offensive hockey than I expected under Rick Bonus there. But without Ehlers, it'll be a little harder to do that, and uh, they don't have a lot of depth behind him i mean uh especially in the blue line but uh yeah it's a huge loss he was one of their best players last year and you could immediately tell when he was missing uh last year an injury that the the team suffered from that i think that's that's right right around when they uh they started plummeting and paul maurice left the team and all that it was somewhere around the rank the right uh time span if i'm remembering correctly but i remember that yeah, when he was out, there was a noticeable difference in the team, and I expect to see the the same thing here. Uh, they don't have a lot of offensive weaponry to replace him, unless uh, that Calder Trophy candidate, Colt Perfetti, can step in. Uh, that that's that's the uh, silver lining for them. They got they got a dynamic rookie in him. Yeah, I'm looking at their uh, line combinations on daily faceoff. I'm seeing a Mason Appleton on the top line with Shifley and Connor in, in Ehlers' place, and yeah, Perfetti with uh, Dubois and Wheeler on the second line. So, and after that, it's just a bunch of guys that I haven't really heard of. So, besides Sam Gagne, former Flyers legend, there he's been scoring recently. But yeah, the, the Jets, it's it's going to be their defense. They they're going to have to try to have uh, Connor Hellebuck and Big Save Dave. Uh, kind of bail them out back there so yeah Ehlers is is a big player for them and yeah I think it was around the same time when he went out and just kind of went downhill because I, th- I think he's probably one of the more underrated players in the league there 
And uh, we didn't have any, any other news here. We're going to spring this on you. What do you think about uh, Matthew Kachuk really fitting in so far in Florida? I think he has a point or something in every game. He has like he's been involved in like half of their goals so far. I mean, we we said Calgary probably won that trade, but so far, what do you think about Florida with Kachuk? Honestly, I haven't seen a, a, a minute of any Panthers game <laughs> so far. Uh, usually, they're on uh, earlier in the day. Um, yeah, I mean, they brought him in to bring them that, uh, that grittiness that they're missing in the playoffs. So, uh, obviously they're looking long-term for the postseason. but if he's already performing and fitting in that team right away, then, uh, good for them, I guess. Uh, they're looking pretty good today against the Lightning, although they, they lost in uh, overtime, I believe. Um, but yeah, it's a decent start for the Panthers and, uh, good to see the, the new guys gelling there. Yeah, Chuck's been one of my uh, go-to for shots on goal props. If you're in Discord, you know all about them. Also, hit on him to have an assist tonight. So, yeah, I, I'm enjoying his hot start there. And uh, apparently, we have a uh, Professor Joel segment here uh, lined up. Just something short, I, I heard. I heard. We got a pop quiz of some sort. Yeah, I won't uh, keep you forever here. Uh, just uh, there's different ways of approaching these games, attacking uh, these handicaps, and... Uh, you know, we can talk about the numbers, the analytics, the underlying metrics, all that good stuff, uh, power ratings. And it's obviously good to have all that. I, I'm more in that that um, approach than uh, the more narrative-based stuff. But there is a, it's a long season, right? And there's going to be times when a team is not 100%. If, if let's say that uh, every player played 100% capacity all 82 games, there would be hardly any upsets. The better team would win all the time, even with the luck involved in hockey. So there's going to be times when the team takes a night off. Uh, either they're they're looking forward to a game or maybe they're uh, being let down after a, a big win, something like that. That uh, the, the, Some of the players uh, take the night off, so to speak. Maybe they're a bit drunk. Maybe they're a bit hungover, whatever the case may be. Uh, and that, it's, it's good to... Uh, Look at the uh, the schedule that these teams have. Um, let's say that the game they played before, the game that's coming up. Uh, it's it's not like football where you got a whole week to prepare for an opponent. Although even there, there's there's situations where they're looking two weeks ahead and uh, looking towards the buyer. Maybe they're coming off the buyer. They're coming back from Mexico, a little mid-season vacation. Uh, in hockey, though, I it, it's a grind, especially in the uh, the dog days in February and March when uh, you just want to get to the postseason or you just want to go golfing in April when your team's not going to make the playoffs. These are the situations that we, as handicappers, want to attack. Um, so when you're looking at, uh, let's say, that the Leafs are like the case study for this, right? Because they get up for the good teams, but they always underperform against like the bad teams, the teams that they should crush. They, they just believe in their own talent, but they, they just they don't treat the, the shitty teams like they should. Um, if they played every game as if they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning of uh, uh, last year's playoffs, they would they would roll. They would roll almost every team in the league, to be honest. So, yeah, it's it's not it's not just about the power ratings and all that. It's about uh, seeing uh, when they're playing teams and seeing which teams they're playing. If they got a like a divisional rival too, especially like you're you're always going to want to beat your divisional rivals. But when you get like uh, the other day with the Flames and the Sayers, for example. Uh, the Flames just beat the the Avalanche, the Oilers, and the Knights, the three best teams in the West, and then they come, <laughs> and then the fucking bluffful Sabres come to town. Uh, it's just a meaningless non-conference opponent uh, coming out of nowhere, a team that's uh, protected to win 78 points in the season. So uh, they totally overlooked them, and they, they came out slow. They, they kind of mustered some energy in the third period, maybe the end of the second but uh, obviously that they did not play that game like they did against the Oilers or the uh, Avalanche or the Knights. So, uh, yeah, it's just one example of uh, how to um, just think of the situation, that kind of thing. It is in response to what you just mentioned with with the Flames kind of having a letdown game there against the Sabres. It may not be or it may just be as much as overlooking them as like they went through that gauntlet of three great teams and was able to beat all of them and then. You know, they kind of ran out of gas by, by that fourth game. And like we we talk about that in the playoffs with teams running out of gas. But you don't really look at that in the regular season. You don't look at like the games. You look more of what's like coming up or only if it's a back to back, not if it's like a, a, a three and four. If it's if it's even like a, a three and six and there's a three very competitive, high intense games, especially with travel, that that, that takes a lot, a lot of stuff into it. So yeah, if it was just, you know, 
two teams run a simulation on a computer, pump up the odds. That that wouldn't be fun. This is this is those teams. You get on the ice. You have to read the narratives. You don't know what teams are are dealing with what, what sort of injuries even or some, if there's a cold going through through the team. So yeah, I think that's we we always overall want to rely on the numbers, and that's what you're going to go to most of the time. But you have to figure in those situations as well to 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 be be the best better that you can be. Yeah, with the Flames case, it's uh, that I wouldn't say it's more fatigue. It's early in the season; they're up, they're playing at home. I don't I don't think that was the case. But later on in the season, for sure, if you see like uh, if a team's constantly traveling, like the Stars were last year, home away, home away, home away, they were they were all over the place. And uh, the Islanders, of course, that uh, long road trip at the beginning of the year and then coming home, it's a, that, that's that's a brutal situation. But early in the year, three home games, four home games in a row. Uh, I think they got five now with the Canes on Saturday. Uh, but you should be well rested at the beginning of the year. They're all healthy. They're all good to go. They're all raring to play some hockey after that uh, long off season. So uh, yeah, uh, but in the future, yeah, for sure. You, the, like the back to back is the most obvious situation. Mm-hmm. That that's the one that comes first, and the the odds reflect that more more so. So uh, you're not going to get much value, especially if you're betting these games late on those back to backs. But uh, the situation you can find some value if you think a team might. Uh, be looking ahead like today against the the Avs lost to the Kraken. I I I didn't bet the Avalanche. I usually do, um, but uh, not today because I knew that the uh, the Avalanche were going to play the Knights. And uh, of course, I also figured uh, Grubauer would have a good game for once uh, against his <laughs> old club that didn't pay him. Yeah, I don't mean necessarily mean like getting as tired like physically, but more just mentally. If the Flames, you know, they they definitely got up for all three of those opponents. Those are big games. They want to be able to kind of win those games so they have the head-to-head matchup, especially if they meet in the playoffs. They have that, you know, just phys- psychological edge rather than the physical edge. So, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's I, what I mean with the the non-conference opponent, right? Like yeah, the yeah. Sabres like someone really com- someone like comes in, you're, you're not gonna you, you see him twice a year. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're not players you're gonna see like down down the road yet. Yeah. Oh, exactly. All right, we're good. All right. Yeah, that that's that's another good uh, Professor Joel segment. And uh, if you're trying to make some money here, you can try to join WinBet. If you're thinking of joining WinBet, now's the perfect time. New customers who bet a hundred dollars get a hundred dollar free bet. If you're looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club, whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last winner's Last week's winner of the Biggest Winners Club was a New York better who had a plus 150,066 parlay on all live money, money lines wagering $110 to win over $16,000. WinBet truly is hashtag DGENs only. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, here. We got a uh, big Saturday slate. We got 13 games th- throughout the day. We got a few afternoons and a bunch of night games there. So let's just get right into it. Uh, starting at the one o'clock spot, we got the Minnesota Wild at the Boston Bruins. Games in Boston. Bruins are minus 115. Wild are minus 105. Over under at six and a half. Over minus 115. Under minus 105. Uh, looking at this game here, I'm shocked as to why the the Bruins are only minus 115 in this game. They've been, you know, four and one so far. Three and zero at home. They they beat beat Florida. Beat Arizona. That. Six three beat be Washington. Only loss was to in a back to back at Ottawa. So they they took Anaheim took them to a shootout last time out. So you got uh you got kind of screwed there on your regulation lock. But I, I think this game Boston minus one fifteen with Minnesota has been kind of blowing leads. They finally got their first win against another winless team in Vancouver on, on uh, Thursday. But I think in this game Boston especially at home. I'm looking at the money line, and I don't hate that puck line either at plus 205. You just want to sprinkle that for for a half unit, try to get a whole whole unit back there. Boston, it seems like the much better team so far, and I think the home ice advantage just gives them that much more of an edge. So a little explanation of the line here. Uh, when you look at the the point projections for each team, they're they're basically the market writing. So the, the Minnesota Wild were mm-hmm. about 105 points, 
and the Boston Bruins are about 96 and a half points. So Minnesota Wild by that uh, logic would be the favorite on a like a neutral ice. So that's that's why the line is what it is. The Boston gets some home ice advantage while the the Wild are you know slight dog here. Okay. Um, so. That said, uh, I was higher on the Bruins. I was higher on the Bruins than I am on the Wild. I do think the Wild are a good team, a better team than the, uh, how they started, 0-3. Uh, even a bit fortunate to beat the Canucks, too. So uh, they could even be 0-4. So, uh, yeah, not the best start for the Wild, but the Bruins have taken care of business against uh, some bad teams, even requiring a shootout against the, the Ducks there. that was uh, They should have won that game like uh, 5-1. to in my opinion, they totally dominated that game. But, of course, John Gibson shows up when you don't want him to. <laughs> um, that's okay. I had the money line myself, so it's all good. Uh, but I'm going back to the Bruins here. Uh, we got Matt Grizzlick back, too. Uh, he mm-hmm. played in the last game a little bit quicker than uh, expected. And you were saying before, too, that Marshan is already playing with the team, skating with the team. Huh? So uh, the guys are getting healthier a little uh, ahead of schedule, so that's good to see for them. Um, but for this game, I-, I love the way the Bruins are playing. Uh, the Wild... Uh, they're still relying on the same bullshit, right? They go behind and they have to come back. Uh, they got a terrible penalty kill again, and the Boston Bruins are, are still uh, performing in the power play as well. So, yeah, give me the Bruins here at only minus 115. I think that's a great price. I also, uh, I think I did, yeah, I did play the over uh, six and a half too because uh, the, these aren't last year's Bruins, and but they are last year's the last year's Wild. Uh, they can't play defense. They're getting bad goaltending from Mark Andre Fleury, who is probably playing this game. So, yeah, I, I see goals in this game, uh, but at the end, I, my stronger play would be on the Bruins here. Yeah, I love the Bruins here. I already bet them minus 115. I, I just don't. I mean, that makes sense that the Wild are like the better overall team in the Bruins for that line, but I think just given how it is, you got to go with, with the Bruins here. And we got a, a second one o'clock game here in Newark, New Jersey, with the Devils hosting the Sharks. Uh, the Devils are minus 205, Sharks are plus 170. Devils on the puck line are minus one and a half, plus 140. Over-under is six and a half, over plus 100, under uh, minus 120. What do you think about your Devils, Devils, Joel? Are, are they ready to uh, break out here? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, this, this this line movement tells you everything. This this line opened up around minus 150, minus 160, and it's already growing to minus 200 or so. So, uh, yeah, uh, people love the Devils like myself. Um I expect this team to be a, a bet-on team for much of the year, uh, even if their results don't exactly uh, warrant it. Uh, it's just about their underlying numbers, right? That That's what betters like to look at, and that's why they, they bet them. So on the other hand, the Sharks have been uh, putrid. Uh, they're speaking of a letdown spot. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Quinn? Jack? What's mm-hmm. his first name? David? Quinn. Da- David, David Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes into his old club there that the Rangers have fired him. And, of course, the whole team rallies behind David Quinn and they beat the Rangers. I don't think we're going to see that same effort against the Devils here. Of course, the Devils, they did beat the Islanders in that rivalry game. But I think that the bigger letdown spot is the uh, the Sharks here. Uh, after uh, pulling that win off for their their coach. But the line here at minus uh, 205 is uh, is prohibitive for me. So uh, at this point, I would recommend, because uh, I do like the over as well, I would say a, a Devils team total over three and a half would probably be the way I would attack it at this point, because uh, the Devils will let in some goals too. So, uh, yeah, we can see a high-scoring affair here. So, yeah, give me the Devils team total over, and the uh, over in general, I think, still has some value. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good look. The Sharks, I mean, they I don't know how they beat the Rangers. I had that game on in a quad box, and, and they, they ended up winning in overtime. But before that, they gave up five to the Blackhawks, five to the Islanders. Both of those teams don't have too much too much off- offensive power there. And, you know, the Devils, they've been out shooting teams all, all season long, even when they lost against the Flyers and, and Red Wings. They outshot them 37-24, 39-22. And then against the Ducks and Islanders, it was 41-20 and 43-17. So... Uh, I think they have the best expected goals for percentage in the league at 71.98, which is just kind of insane if you're if you're like familiar with those stats at all. They, they're that's incredible, but they've been getting poor goaltending. But I I don't think the Sharks have enough talent to kind of take advantage of that. So uh, I like the, like the Devils team total look there, but I, I personally bet the uh, Devils in regulation at minus 120. I think they're able to get it done. I I, I don't mind the puck line. 
Um, both of their recent wins were by two and then three goals. So, yeah, I think the Devils is definitely the, the way to go here. All right, going down in the afternoon a little bit later there, we got uh, Arizona at Ottawa. The Senators are minus 260 on the money line. Minus one and a half is plus 105. Coyotes are plus 210. Over under at six and a half. Over minus 120. Under plus 100. There's another spot here where, similar to the uh, Coyotes-Habs game, I think this is even more so just go to the home team. The the Habs show they were a much better team than the Coyotes when it went in 6-2, and this is just shows kind of how bad this Arizona team is. So, I mean, the Senators, they beat the Bruins 7-5, beat the Capitals 5-2. I think the puck line here is the way to go. That's what I bet so far, uh, plus 105 there. It's just... They're a better team. Ottawa's going to be looking for a playoff spot. Arizona's going to be hoping for Connor Bedard. So I think this line is probably accurate, but I think the puck line is safe enough here. Well, I said that the Devils were a bet-on team, and uh, and then the line moved accordingly. Well, this it's the opposite case here. The Coyotes are a, a bet-off team. That's why the uh, Senators <laughs> raced up. They're like minus 185 at open. Now they're already way up to minus 260. So... Yeah, it's it's all about fading the Coyotes at this point. They are an historically bad team based on what we've seen so far. Of course, uh, they pulled off a crazy upset against the Leafs, but like I said, the Leafs don't perform against these shitty teams. And uh, even in that game, like they controlled the the like the puck possession most of the game. They had all the shots, and uh, uh, yeah, the Coyotes snuck that one in there. But uh, yeah, the Senators should cruise here. I don't think that they're at the level of the Leafs where they can look past uh anyone at this point so uh yes uh, once again you got to go to the team total here uh again expecting goals like the coyotes they they do tend to fight back in the third i guess once teams uh take the foot off the gas then the coyotes start to get the goals like against the uh, the canadians they scored a couple against the bruins they scored three i think so yeah uh maybe the over here again and the senators team total over um and yeah, but one more thing, like the uh, the Coyotes against the Canadians, uh, you know, the 32 Thoughts podcast isn't really known for betting advice, but uh, shout out to Elliot Friedman for noting that the Coyotes, two days in Montreal before the game, uh, you know that they weren't going to be <laughs> exactly in the best shape <laughs> to play a hockey game. Uh, Montreal will do that too, just like Vegas. So yeah, for this game, uh, just give me the uh, Senators in whatever way and the over too, I guess. Yeah, I think something you said there about how how the odd how the lines have moved so much since open give me an idea. Like, I, I think the casual better probably like you know either wakes up and then makes some bets then, or looks at games, or either gets home from work and then like looks at games and bets games. So give me an idea of you know start looking at the following day when you typically look at at the, that night's games, so you can get ahead of the line movement, and then you just. Every day you can you know look at that day's games too, and then to see if there's any any bets you like after the fact. But I think attacking those opening lines is even just a day in advance. You know, people don't like having their money tied up, but it, it's 24 hours. Come on, you, you can deal with that. And just then you get so much closing line value. And I, I think that's something that probably isn't talked about enough is how much the lines move. Yeah, I should say one more thing too is that there's really two openers, if you will, because uh, there's the first opener, which is like. You'll get random books uh, that aren't really widely used. They'll put up numbers like they won't take like thousands of dollars, but you can definitely get hundreds on them. And then you'll get the second open one, which is when the the, the sharp books open their lines. And at that point, you see all these other darker books, these smaller books just lock everything while they wait for what's <laughs> happening at the sharper books because otherwise they'll get crushed. Uh, so that that's what I mean, like the first opener is what I'm referring to, but then the even the second opener we've seen we've seen money uh, on these teams like the Senators and the Devils. So uh, yeah, uh, uh, just uh, find as many books as you can and, and use them all to your advantage because you get much better numbers than uh, what you'll find at the uh, right before the game starts. Yeah, absolutely. Here we got another afternoon game here to to, to get these. Uh, we got four games here in the afternoon, four o'clock. St. Louis Blues at the Edmonton. Oilers, Oilers are minus 145, Blues are plus 125, over-under set at 7 with the over at plus 115, under at minus 135. I think this game here where, you know, this is, you, you say you see in a total set at 7, you're going to bet under, but I think this is a game where you might have to go over. Both of these teams have 
had a lot of goals scored. Edmonton had 10 in their last game. They've had a 7 and 8, a 6. Uh, St. Louis had 7, 7, 5. Or no, 7, 7. That, that, that's it. But so far. So Jack Campbell hasn't shown anything yet. The Blues have shown that they, they give up 3 to Seattle. They've scored 5 and 4. So I think this could be like a 5-4 a type of game with... I don't know. I, I might lean to lean to St. Louis here, just having that that dog value. So far, they they haven't lost. They got they got the good vibes going there. And if you're getting plus money on that against an Edmonton team that kind of barely beat Carolina, I, I'll take it. Yeah, this is the new NHL. Though um, I'm beginning to rethink my principle of betting under sevens. Uh, it worked today with the Panthers Lightning game. Uh, that was no sweat, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not a an easy sweat last week when I bet the under seven in the the Panthers Sabres game, which should have lost. It was four three going into the third, and somehow it ended four three. And uh, yeah, this is the new NHL where there's like goals scored all, all the time. Like we talk about the uh, the Grand Salami, it's going up and up and up. That's how many uh, goals are scored during a day. And right now we're averaging about six point seven, six point eight. That's just in the line. Like we're we're, we're winning money on these things. So if you put the uh, the Grand Salami over. Uh, you'll, you'll cash there, uh, at least in the near term, before these uh, books really start adjusting. So, yeah, the, the under seven is is no longer an auto play. <laughs> like for this game example, I did play a little bit on over seven at this number, plus 115. So, yeah, I do expect goals here with the uh, high-flying Oilers attack. They have no goaltending. Their defenders don't defend. Uh, they're just all about uh, attacking the other end of the ice. And uh, Connor McDavid is a man on a mission. He's got multi-point games. Yeah, I think all of them. But <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But he's he's been all over the place. Uh, he's probably going to win the heart, but uh, you know we've got some long shots to go against him. Uh, but for this one, yeah, I like the over here with the the lack of Blues defense, lack of Blues goaltending, and the same thing for the Oilers. For the side, I, I bet the Oilers, and I, I do think that they keep up that momentum after beating the Canes here and uh, the Blues didn't look exactly too impressive against the Kraken. They won the first period, but they uh, fell apart for the second two periods and a bit lucky to win that one in the end in a shootout, I believe, or was it, you know, it was overtime, I think. Either way, they were a bit lucky there uh, in the in the extra time period. So, yeah, give me the Oilers and the over here. Yeah, I'll, I'll be transparent here. I, I didn't bet the Blues. I, I, I don't know if I, I end up will betting it, but but I did bet the over seven at a plus 110 here. And uh, so we're trying to give you an advantage here, and why don't you check out uh, No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests against other people for the shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. Then on the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills against the house and win 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Button up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Make sure you check out Babbel. If you're like me and you're the foreign language that you're regretting out learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. So you can learn some French so you can listen to those French-Canadian players. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. So you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. They have speech recognition technology that helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. All right, finally getting here to the uh, night slate. We got the Dallas Stars at the Montreal Canadiens. The Stars are minus 165. Canadians are plus 140, over-under is at 6, over minus 125, under plus 105. What are we thinking here? 
Oh, speaking of uh, French-speaking hockey players, has Nick Suzuki learned uh, French yet? <laughs> so I know he was uh, he was asked to do so by the, the Quebecois government, uh, but I guess you don't know. <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, sorry. All right. Talent, right. uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he would have been laughing the whole time. Um, <laughs> for this game, it, uh, this is a bit of a bit of a doozy. Um, I think it's uh, a cheap price here on the surface for the Stars, but the Canadians a uh, bit hot to start the season. They've they've been uh, pretty good. I mean, they totally dominated the Coyotes, but yeah, that doesn't say much about a team. Um, and the Stars, meanwhile, they 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 crushed their first three games, and then they almost beat the Leafs too. Um, just falling in overtime there, uh, thanks to uh, the Robertson brother, the lesser Robertson, if you will. Um, but for this one, I really don't have a strong feel. Uh, maybe the uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can take <laughs> a pass one, game. That's fine. This one is. I mean, bang we, on. we want to be transparent, so that's yeah. These these lines are pretty bang on. Uh, I'll just say that the Canadians are uh, they're a feisty team, and they they don't want to be uh, um looked at the same way that the Coyotes are, I guess. Um, and we're looking forward to seeing what they can do this season. But if, if I had to play that, I'd have to go with the Stars just because they are definitely better than what this price suggests. But it is the uh, – it's a new new name for the dumb, dumb stadium. But uh, it is the Montreal Stadium, whatever you call it now. Yeah, I think Ottinger is, is kind of showing now that he is kind of for real. I mean, he had 43 shots against with – that Toronto game at 40 saves on, on those 43 shots. So Canadians though, they've been, they've been scoring goals. They, they put it up against the coyotes, beat the penguins in overtime. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you. It's kind of a pass game for me. I, I think Dallas is a better team. I think they're probably going to win this game, but I think minus 165 is a bit too much. Maybe if it was minus 140, minus 145, I could play that. So if you really want to play this game, maybe look regulation or puck line and hope they, Matt with a big win, but uh, a play I'll give you here is Cole Caulfield uh, over shots on goal. He's had five, four, two, five, and four in his five games so far, and also look at him to possibly score a goal. He's has uh, four goals in five games so far, including a two goal game. So Caulfield shots on goal props have been one of my go to so far, and and I think it'll continue at home. All right, going down 7 o'clock again here. We've got a few games there. we got the Kings at the Capitals. We have Capitals minus 135, Kings plus 115. Uh, Kings are over 6, or total is over 6.5, minus 105. Under 6.5 is minus 115. This is a game here where I, we expected more out of out of the Kings here, but they have just haven't shown it yet. I mean, they're, they're still 3-3, three and three, so it's... You can't. I guess you can't be too mad about that. But they have. They've had some some bad showing against some good teams, and so has Washington. They've been kind of up and down. They they were good at home, bad on the road. Uh, back at home here, Kings continuing their road trip. Uh, one in Nashville in a shootout. Bad loss in Pittsburgh. So this is another game where I'm probably just looking to the over. There's a, been a lot of goals in. A lot of these games, the Kings had that 7-6, 5-4, 4-3 games. Washington, we know they, they have Ovi, they can score. So over 6.5 at uh, minus 105 has been my only play so far. I'd probably look to the Kings for plus money because I think they're the better overall team, but but that's just, we haven't seen that yet. So I'd stick to the over. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a strong play in this one. The over looks good. I mean, the Kings have been, like you said, involved in a bunch of high-scoring games, and the Capitals have been no no slouches in that respect either. Uh, but if I had to play something, I would lean to the Kings here. It's it's They've been a Jekyll and Hyde kind of team where they just either don't show up, they mail it in, like against the, uh, the Golden Knights. They deserve to lose by more than one in that game. The Kraken totally dominated them, and they've got utterly destroyed by the penguins uh but they've been in other close games too so they, they they've shown some uh some quality here and there but uh, you, they're totally inconsistent so it's tough to to back them but i i, I guess i have to at plus 115 against the capitals this team that has just started the start of the season terribly uh and they're they're hurt of course 
we went over this last episode with uh, Tom Wilson out, Nick Baxter out, Connor Brown out. Blue line isn't great, other than John Carlson, of course. Uh, and the goaltending, John uh, Darcy Kemper is not exactly uh, starting the season well, just like he did in Colorado last year. So uh, I would have to say that the the Kings be my my bet here. I'm hoping for a better number than plus one fifteen, but uh, we'll see. But if right now I, I would I would lean to the Kings side here. Yeah, I think there's some slight value on the dog there. And uh, looking down here to the next game, Islanders at the Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning are minus 175, Islanders plus 145. Uh, total is six over minus 115, under 105. Uh, I'll, I'll pass along to you here. I, I'm thinking we might be on the same page on this one. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, usually tell what side I'm on based on the, <laughs> the team that are playing. <laughs> um yeah, this is a double whammy for those situational spots, right? We got the Lightning on a back-to-back. They just beat their rival, their little brother who tried to oust them. Uh, and then the Islanders coming in off of a rivalry loss of their own. And they're just starting a road trip. So the spot is perfect for the Islanders here. Plus 145 is great. Uh, we usually see money come in on the team that uh, is rested. And in this case, I think it'll be doubly so. And especially with Lightning, we'll be starting Brian Elliott. So once that's once that's confirmed, I guarantee you Islanders' money will will pour in, and we'll get uh, some good value here at plus one forty-five. Uh, the Islanders too are uh, they're a good team, playing a little differently this year. But uh, I mean, they they got trounced by the Devils in terms of the underlying metrics there, and, and in terms of just shot share. I mean, they were well, they were like. Three or four shots in the first period, and uh, I heard the uh, the fans cheered the very first shot in like the fourth <laughs> minute of the left in the first period. I love those fans there, uh, but for this game, yeah, give me plus one forty-five here. I think the Islanders respond in a big way uh, as long as Sorokin's starting. I mean, if uh, well, Varlamov is a good good guy too. So either way, like the Islanders will will get like the, the goaltending uh, advantage here as long as Vasilevsky uh, doesn't start back-to-back games, which I don't expect he will. I wouldn't say Varlamov is a good guy, but yeah, he, he's a solid solid goaltender there. There, in those there. are alleged <laughs> accusations. He's a, he's allegedly a good guy, and then also, but yeah, I'm. <laughs> Once again, I'm going to let the Islanders hurt me. They hurt me uh, other night against the Devils, got outshot 42-17, lost 4-1. But they've shown before that they, they have controlled play against most of those teams that they've played. And you said it should be Brian Elliott for the Lightning. They should be uh, fat and happy to steal a phrase from you uh, after beating the Panthers. Then they'll come back home where the Islanders are, are going to be there with, with with a day off. So... Yeah, I think the Islanders here, uh, plus 145 is a great play. I only got them at plus 140, so I'm kind of jealous that the lines somehow either moved that direction or, or I didn't get the best price. You'll get the best price later on. Maybe not the best uh, price, but a better price than the closing line. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. So, yeah, Islanders here has to be the play because Brian Elliott should not be a starting goalie, and the Islanders are better than they showed last time out. The one worry is that the uh, Tampa is renowned for quality strip clubs. So uh, hopefully those uh, <laughs> Islanders aren't getting too uh, fat no. and happy there in Tampa. Oh, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it lose lose birthday like today, yesterday? Some, oh uh, no, sometime around here. Oh no, there's situational <laughs> spots all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens there. All right, uh, another seven o'clock game here. We have the Pittsburgh Penguins at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Penguins are minus 180, Blue Jackets plus 150, Penguins on the puck line plus 140. Total set at 6.5, over minus 125, under is plus 105. I think still this is the spot where even it's it's Pittsburgh on the road, they're just that much of a better team that I, I can go with them on the puck line, I can go with them on regulation. Uh, I've got them regulation minus 105. I put a unit on that. I just think they've been a much better team so far. I don't hit the puck line, though, at all. I might throw something smaller on that. They they beat the Kings 6-1, Tampa 6-2, Arizona 6-2. Only loss was was to Montreal in in a road game. So, But Columbus is doesn't have that. They, they beat Nashville and Vancouver, but uh, lost 5-2, 5-2, and 4-1 before that. So this is a game where I think Pittsburgh just comes in and, and proves how good they are because they are healthy for now, and they're going to take advantage of that. All over the Penguins here, all over the over. Uh, this Blue Jackets team was 
I don't know how they beat the Predators in that previous game. Uh, they were down two goals for much of it, and just uh, I guess the Predators got complacent again, just like they did against the Kings. Um, but yeah, the Blue Jackets are not a good team. Um, and the Penguins, they've, they've been destroying teams. I mean, they, they've lost. They got complacent themselves against the Canadiens, losing in overtime in that one. But otherwise, they've been uh, just, just throttling these teams. And I think that they're uh, a legit contender there in the Metropolitan. Uh, Sidney Crosby's been been awesome. He's uh, dominating. Uh, Evgeny Malkin, right off a fresh contract, he's proven people wrong about his age. He's He's been a force. So the Penguins look legit. I mean, uh between them and the Bruins, uh, they're both competing for that uh, last dance moniker. Uh, but so far, they, they've been both worth it. Um, and in the over two at six and a half here with the Penguins' offense being uh, legit and a bit sloppy on the defensive side as the the new guys get together. Uh, Jack Matheson, Matheson back there. Um, and the Columbus, they don't play defense at all, and uh, they, they rely on uh, their power play and goal scoring to get these games. But yeah, it's Penguins and over here. I don't. I don't see uh, how to play the other side, uh, even in even in Ohio here. Yeah, yeah, it's just a much better team. Anything under minus two hundred is good for me with the Pens. Yeah, over is three and one in Penguins games, uh, four and one in Blue Jackets games. So I think that, that that's a good look there. Uh, closing out the seven o'clock slate here, we have the Toronto Maple Leafs at the Winnipeg Jets. Maple Leafs are minus one sixty-five. Jets are plus one forty. Over under six and a half. Over is minus one forty. Under is plus one twenty. What are you thinking about these uh, Leafs, Joel? Um, I am ashamed to say I bet twice on the uh, this Leafs Jets game after <laughs> swearing not to bet these Leafs uh, anymore. I already abandoned that principle last last game actually when uh, uh, Scott Wedgwood was announced in for uh, Jay Cotton yeah. and it didn't matter. The Leafs still can't fucking score more than three goals, uh, but I did it again. Uh, uh, except this time I took the under. I took an under seven. I took an under six and a half. So that's the way I'm leaning here. The Jets, of course, we talked about no eithers. They got hell book. He'll be in 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 net for this game with the. Uh, Hockey Night in Canada, big prime time lights on them, and the Leafs, of course, uh, they get their offensive struggles continued. Their their top uh, two lines have struggled offensively, especially Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. Can't get anything going. Power play's been shit. Same way it looked in the uh, playoffs. So, uh, and, and and I said too before, uh, Rick Bonus plays more defensive style mm-hmm. like the the Stars last couple of years. So, uh, yeah, I, I do like the under here bit dangerous in the Leafs game you know they can always uh, let it a few and just uh, come back from behind like they, they like to do um, but uh, yeah I, I have to say the under is a better play at this price uh, yeah I lean to the Leafs but the the numbers the number is gone so minus 165 is a bit too high because the uh, the Jets coming back home here uh, they've looked pretty decent so far and they have a good uh, home ice advantage so yeah just the under for me in this one yeah, I think that's a great look coming into this. I didn't have have any plays on this game, but looking at the under, just with how Toronto's offense just has has been just just awful so far. I mean, even Ottinger's good, sure, but they only scored two against Arizona, three against Ottawa, three against Washington, three against Montreal. There, it's probably going to be a low scoring game, especially with with bonus and uh, Hellebuck there. And that uh, Samsonov has been has been good so far, three zero save percentage, uh, nine twenty seven. So. I think the under there, especially at, at plus 120, uh, under six and a half, or if you can get under seven at, at plus odds would be amazing there because this could be just a very, you know, scoreless game after the first period. See, so like a 3 1 final, 3 2 maybe in overtime. So yeah, uh, I like the over or or under there. And then as far as the side, I, I'd lean Winnipeg just, just for the value. I think plus 140 at home is something you, you if you're going to take a side, take that because Toronto has shown that they're not going to beat everybody as they lost to uh, Arizona and Montreal, and Winnipeg could get up for this game at home. If you find an under seven at plus money, <laughs> the NHL no longer exists. Uh, the last 20 years is, is, is con totally topside. It's it's back to 80s hockey. If you can find an under seven at plus money. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess you're not going to get a plus money, but if you yeah. can get it like minus 115, you know, minus 120, Absolutely. that's fine. All right, here. Let's uh, move down to the 
only 8 o'clock game. We've got my Philadelphia Flyers at the Nashville Predators. The Predators are minus 215 on the money line. On the puck line, they're plus 125. Flyers on the money line are plus 175. Over-unders at 6, over minus 120, under plus 100. I honestly don't know what to make of this Flyers team right now. I I admittedly have not watched a lot of it because it's overlapped with uh, Philly's playoff games, but... They have not lost the game by more than one goal. I know last time it took a goal with two seconds left, which probably screwed a lot of people that had Panthers puck line, but they, they're they undefeated on the uh, on the reverse puck line in, uh, in, in Talon's honor here with him not here. So I don't I don't hate the Flyers on the, on the reverse puck line, plus one and a half, minus 145, or look at like a Flyers plus two and a half under six and a half parlay because Hart is kind of showing how good he can be with having a, a defensive coach in front of him and having a solid defense. And, and Saros is better than he's shown. So my best play would probably be the under. And you know what? Just lean into it. Let's go Flyers. Uh, take, give me the Flyers here. <laughs> yeah, full agreement there. Uh, Predators, Flyers, under six. Be my better play in this one. Uh, Predators have been involved in higher scoring games. Of course, they played some higher scoring teams with the Kings and the uh, Blue Jackets recently, and there's the Sharks out in Europe. But who the fuck remembers those games or even watched them? Um, I think did both those games go under? At least one of them went under. I th- uh, I think it was three, two, four, one. Yeah. Okay. They both went under, but it was Europe. So who, who gives a fuck? We're not counting those games. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Flyers, this is a team that we agreed that it'd be a an under team given Tortorella's style and the lack of uh, offensive firepower there. And uh, the Predators, meanwhile, have a good goalie there in Soros. And the uh, Flyers, I guess, Carter Hart is better than he was a couple years ago. So, yeah, under six here, plus 100 would be my favorite play. But, uh, yeah, if you had to play a side here, I, I would lean to the stinky dog in the, the Philly Flyers. Uh, give me that stinky cheese steak uh, plus one seventy five. Though I think that that line probably will go up. I would yeah. guess, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to bet it myself yet. But if it gets uh, creeps up to plus plus two hundred, I might be tempted. Might be tempted by that uh, that stinky cheesy smell. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with it. If they get up to plus two hundred, I think I have to throw like a, a quarter unit, maybe a half unit on them. Uh, as far as a prop there is concerned, look at Travis Konechny. He's been uh, kind of on fire here. He's a shots on goal, four, two, three, then six. He has four goals, two assists in four games so far. He's kind of been been thriving there as kind of a shoot-first guy. So if his uh, shots on goal is two and a half, I'd definitely take that, even if it's kind of juiced a little bit, maybe parlay it. But if it's if it's two and a half, minus 130, minus 125, just, just go all in or just check the uh, Discord at sg.pn slash discord. A lot of good stuff going on in there. A lot of games going on on Saturday with, with uh, hockey and college football. So uh, if you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you the complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. There's over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment and you can cancel at any time right now you can try fubo tv free for seven days and get 15 percent off your first month just go to fubo tv.com slash sgp that's f-u-b-o tv.com slash sgp and make sure you check out odds trader odds trader is the place to compare odds from all major sports books you can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal the app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather so betters can make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Oddstrader has personally been great for me just comparing all these lines here for, for different different games, even different futures. They have those on there, so make sure you definitely check those guys out. And uh, we have three 10 o'clock games here to close out the Saturday night slate. Uh, start off with the Buffalo Sabres at the Vancouver Canucks. Canucks are minus 175. Sabres are plus 145. Over under 6.5. Over minus 105. Under minus 115. How are your Canucks going to look here, Joel? 
Who knows? Actually, <laughs> we all know they're going to score two goals. They're going to get up in the game, and then they're going to blow it like every friggin' other game. Um, but now they're coming home. Maybe it's a different team. Maybe they uh, get some energy from the crowd and manage to hold out and keep the uh, the Sabres at bay. But uh, I, I have no feel for the side. Plus 145 is not enough for me to get tempted by the Sabres. Uh, stronger player would be the over once again. Uh, Eric Comrie cannot sustain this goaltending performance. He got peppered in two straight games with uh, 40-plus shots, and uh, he's giving up rebounds like crazy, I noticed. And uh, some of those are start going to start going in. He's getting a little bit of luck uh, in those last two games, and I think the Canucks can do the same thing to him, except they deserve some luck after uh, some of those other games going on. So, but they can also not defend either, and, and uh, of course, not protect the lead. And uh, Demko's been bad, and uh, Spencer Martin has been hasn't been any better. But of course, hope opener for the Canucks, so it'll be Thatcher Demko. But I still like the over six and a half here as as the best bet in this one. With the Sabers being feisty in offense, uh, not having much by way of a blue line other than uh, the emergence of Owen Power and Rasmus Dahlin finally breaking out. Uh, but uh, they're not exactly high-quality defensive players. They're more about uh, providing offense. So I like the over six and a half here, uh, backing on some some uh, decent offensive play and just uh, more of the same, shitty goaltending and uh, mediocre defense. Yeah, I'm right there with you. The the, the over six and a half, uh, I got it at plus 100. That's the only thing I've taken so far this game. Uh, you can't really trust Vancouver, but it's uh, if this wasn't the home opener, if it was neutral side or even Vancouver's just second home game, I'd probably lean to Buffalo at plus 145. But given given the narrative, given the spot where Vancouver, you know, has had those leads and has given them up, if they have a lead at home, I think they just have that extra motivation especially with buffalo coming off back-to-back wins they may have be you know just, just a little bit fat and happy there with, with the with the, those road wins so i don't see vancouver being able to hold on to one of those but yeah the over uh six and a half has to be the best play also take a look at uh rasmus Dahlin's shot total for, for the props he's had five three five and three uh, shots in the four games so far. He's scored in all four games, so if you want to think that's going to keep going, that's probably going to be decent odds there for a defenseman. But I, I think his shots on goal over is about is a good play, and just the over in the game in general is probably the best play. That's a good point too. With the, the Sabers coming off of beating uh, two high quality teams in the West, sweeping the Albertan teams, now their their road trip is basically done, and then they. Uh, they, they've achieved their mission. They're not, they're not looking to uh, to uh, complete the whole thing. They're they're going to be fat and happy, like you said. And mm-hmm. and the Canucks, meanwhile, are a desperate team to be sure. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux's job on the line. If he loses this game, I think he's done. <laughs> yeah, that's that situa- situational betting you were talking about. So yeah, that, that's something yeah. Well, if the players want to be fired, then uh, the situation is uh, the Sabres <laughs> win. <laughs> Sure, I, I guess we'll see what uh, what Bruce is gonna is gonna give to us uh, <laughs> on on Saturday. All right, uh, a great game here. Potential. Let me say it here. Potential Stanley Cup final. We got the Carolina Hurricanes at the Calgary Flames. The Flames are minus one thirty. The Hurricanes are plus one ten. Over under is six. Uh, over under over is minus one twenty. Under is plus one hundred. Um, I took Carolina. They're, they were my lock against Edmonton. Played well. Uh, it was a high-scoring game, so I thought Edmonton would win a high-scoring game, and they did. It was, it was 6-4. Um, I, I want to go back to Carolina here. I don't know if I, I can trust them fully again, but I think anytime I can get Carolina as an underdog, especially not in a back-to-back, and it's against someone that's not the Colorado Avalanche, I think I have to take that at a at plus 110, even at plus money. I think they're one of the best teams in the league. I think they're going to have a big bounce back spot. I haven't looked into how they performed last year after a loss, but I'm sure it's pretty good. They've outplayed pretty much all their opponents so far. So I think this is a, a pretty good uh, get right spot for Carolina. But same time, Calgary is a great team. But yeah, Carolina plus 110 will be on play here. Yeah, this one is uh, extremely difficult to call. I think that these uh, these lines are pretty bang on as well. Uh, but it's it's a fascinating game. This this is a 
game of the day as far as I'm concerned, even more than the the next game we're going to talk about. But, uh, yeah, the, these are two high-powered teams, two of the best in the league. So, uh, and the lines reflect that. I mean, they, basically you get the, the extra percentile for the, the Flames' home ice advantage, and that's why it's minus 130 for them. I'm sure if the Canes are at home, it'd be around minus 130 for them. I mean, they, the market treats these teams as equal, and I pretty much have them the same way. So, tough one to call. If anything, I would go to the under here in such a such a – I don't know, a, a tense game. Of course, the, the Canes and the Oilers was mm-hmm. allegedly a tense game. That one went went over. But uh, in this case, the Flames, I think that they'll take a more defensive approach with Daryl Sutter. I, I think that's was that was the expectation going into the season, that they'd be a bit more defensive this year, rely a bit more on their uh, excellent decor rather than the, uh, the high goal scoring of uh, Johnny Goudreau and whatnot. So uh, under six or plus 100 would be my lean. But uh, other than that, I don't got shit in this game, but I'm <laughs> looking forward to it. Yeah, that's going to be a great, a great game. And we're finishing up here with possibly the, the best game on this late. I mean, I don't know if we're going to end up having any, any bets on this game, but we have the Colorado Avalanche at the uh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, to pick them. Both teams are at minus 110. Total is set at six and a half with the over minus 115 in the under at minus 105. Uh, Colorado coming off a loss here on Friday night uh, to Seattle. What was that a, a 3-2 final, Joel? Yeah. 3-2 yeah, final there yes. at home yeah. to Seattle, yes. And that now they have to go to Vegas, where Vegas has been waiting for them after a 5-2 win against uh, the Jets. This is going to be an interesting game, definitely, to see both sides, how they're going to perform. I wish Colorado wasn't on the back-to-back, but maybe, you know, seeing them having a step down against the Vegas team that has been kind of underappreciated and underrated so far might be might be good for them. So um, if I had to pick a side, I'd, I'd have to go with Vegas. I think they've been a better team than I expected so far. Logan Thompson has been good. I haven't seen too much from Gorgiev. Obviously, the Avalanche are a great team. But I think even going on the road after a home loss is going to be tough for them. So I, I I would lean Vegas here, but it's it's nothing too confident at all. Yeah, for sure. The Knights have been a very impressive team so far, other than the uh, second half of that game against the Flames. They've been the better team in pretty much uh, the rest of their games. Uh, so uh, this line makes sense in that respect. While the Avalanche have struggled a bit out of the gate, uh, going through a couple injuries, some new goaltending being worked out. Uh, but uh, I do think that the Avs respond here. It'll be a close game. Of course, the, the line is what it is. It's it's sensible, minus 110 either way. But I do think that uh, on a back-to-back, the Avs will probably end up uh, being the dog here. Uh, so uh, I got nothing for this one, really. But uh, if I had to say it, at this current number, I would take the Knights at minus 110. I, I do think that they've been very good so far, and uh, they've got more to prove right now than the Avalanche. We're kind of like just coming off that that Stanley Cup hangover. You know, they're, they're still sitting fat and happy from that big win, and yeah, it'll take a, a little longer than the season before they, they really start going, before they really they really uh, kick into gear and they realize that they want to win again. And so early on in the season, the Avalanche – be a bit sleepy. Look for them later on. But for this one, the Knights are uh, lean and hungry. They didn't get to the playoffs last year. So, yeah, minus 110, I do think the Knights are the right side here. I mean, looking even back at the Avs schedule, I, didn't, I forgot that they lost to Winnipeg uh, on, on on Wednesday as minus 227 favorites and then lost again on Friday as minus 225. So, yeah, I think you have to go Vegas if, if you take a side here. Uh yeah, that's the that's the whole slate there. That's all all thirteen games. Let's see if we have any uh any top plays to kind of highlight here. I think if you're listening to this early morning, take advantage of of the uh, Bruins line. I think we're both on that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm on them uh, money line, and I threw a little bit on puck line plus two hundred. Um, both on the Devils as well. I think as other puck line or regulation some or team total. Yeah, it's getting a little bit crazy with the odds, but uh, yeah, if you have to play this, I would do the Devils team total over three and a half. All right, yeah, I I have regulation minus one twenty for that. I'm um, going down Arizona Ottawa. I think Ottawa Ottawa puck line is what I have. I'm not sure if you're if you're willing to co-sign that. 
Yeah, I bet him regulation, but of course, once again, the, the line has gotten out of hand. <laughs> so at this point, I would uh, recommend the Senators team total. You know, it's not a good tip. Is the uh, the team totals tend to like lag a little bit behind the uh, the money mm-hmm, they prices. Do. So that's that's why I uh, like to uh, recommend team totals rather than the the money line or or whatnot this this late. You know, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the Senators should win this game. I mean, if they lose this game, then uh, TJ Smith is right back on the hot seat after uh, two big wins. Yeah, the uh, OG HGP listeners here will also know that the uh, race to three or race to four goals is a is a is a uh, I like that bet there for if you have a favorite instead of going over three and a half and they bet them in the race to four to get that is a, a little bit better bet. odds. That is a great bet because we know the Coyotes like to come from behind. They always take the first period off. So yeah, first period money line maybe. Mm. Or Senators first with three. Joel with like the that. first period, man. We heard, we heard uh, that. We've cool. seen it from the Coyotes all season. <laughs> Coyotes can't can't start games. They only show up in the third period a little bit. Yeah, no, that, that, that's a great play there. I, I may uh, post that one in the uh, Discord tomorrow with a, a, a shout-out to you. Uh, I think uh, Blues Oilers over seven at plus odds. Take that. Yeah, yeah, I played that for a bit. Uh, I don't like playing over seven, but in this case with the Oilers games, I mean, even that Sabres game, that game should have gone well over, but uh, fucking Eric Comrie got lucky as shit with uh, some of those saves and the, the bad rebounds. He got peppered for, like, 46 shots, so that game should have gone over as well. So, yeah, Oilers overs are uh, are good, and the Blues, they're, they're no slouches either in terms of the, uh, the high-scoring totals. And then we got uh, Dallas, Montreal. I think we kind of both passed on that. I said Cole Caulfield uh, props, but I think that was about it. Yeah, nothing for this game. Okay, then we got uh, Kings Caps. I took the over. Uh, I'm not sure. I forget what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I lean to the Kings, hoping hoping for a bit of a better number. Uh, okay. The Capitals, there they, they look like shit, whereas the Kings, they show up one game, they totally... Sleep off the next. So after a big crushing by the Penguins, I think that they might respond here. Uh, then again, the Capitals got trashed by the Sens. So it goes both ways, but I do lean to the dog in this spot. Okay, and then we got the uh, Islanders. Bet them as soon as possible against the Lightning, especially because they're going to probably uh, start Brian Elliott. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Islanders are a good team. And plus, uh, of course, we got that another revenge angle with the, the Lightning beating them in the Eastern Conference mm, Finals yeah. two years ago. They still feel that, a lot of the guys. And uh, the Islanders look look good so far. And they got some more offensive firepower now, getting a bit more uh, offensive uh, plans going. And Matt Barzell's released, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, the Islanders here should be able to uh, get a few past Brian Elliott at least. I got, then we got Penguins Blue Jacks. I think we're both on both on the uh, Penguins regulation or puck line there in the over. Yep, yep, for sure. Penguins are much better team. They deserve to be minus two hundred or better, and uh, definitely the over because it's a Blue Jackets game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toronto Winnipeg. I think we we said the under if anything, just because we can't trust the other side. Exactly, but watch this be the game that the fucking Maple Leafs <laughs> finds itself because that's just the way that all the freaking Leafs games going for me. Except for the one game, the one game I did win was the Coyotes team total over two and a half. I should have just bet the money line, but uh, I took the team total and at least that that got there. Unlike every other Leafs game, uh, Flyers Preds. I guess under was the only play we kind of advocated for. Yeah, yeah, under six, uh, under six, trusting in goalies and Flyers. Uh, kind of muddying things up and uh, mm-hmm. a slight stinky lean to the, the Flyers and the, the the money line. Yeah, especially if that moves to, to around plus 200 there. Uh, going to 10 o'clock, we got Sabres at Canucks. I think we're just on the over there. Just take that over 6.5 plus 100 minus 105. Yeah, yep, same old Canucks. Uh, and it's just all offense. They can't defend the lead, but they, they, can, they can score goals, I guess, except when it matters in overtime or to uh, extend the lead. So, yeah, give me the over six and a half. Yeah, the final final two games, we had uh, Carolina-Calgary, Colorado and Vegas. I think both of those games are kind of just watch and kind of evaluate to, to see kind of what those teams are. For sure. Uh, we'll see where the line goes. The Avs-Knights uh, with the Avs on a back-to-back. I might end up betting them just as a fan if they get <laughs> to a decent number. 
Uh, but other than that, yeah, these are these are two awesome games. Very looking forward, much looking forward to these, uh, especially with some shitty college football night games tomorrow. Yeah, all right. That was uh, that's going through the uh, thirteen game slate. There, a big recap for Saturday. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gaming Podcast on whatever podcast platform you listen to. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn/hockey. Spotify is sg.pn/hockeys and uh, leave us a five star rating and review. Uh, let us know what you think of think there. If or you can just message us a review like uh, Bandwagoner did in the Discord. You can get the Discord to sg.pn/discord. Uh, here's Bandwagoner's review. The lads at the Hockey Gambling Podcast are the best source of information you can get. Looking for bets to tail? Look no further. Looking for bets to fade? Look no further. Looking for some team and game insight? Look no further. If nothing else, you're looking for a good laugh on your drive to work with a little bit of NHL recap? Then this is the podcast for you. Great segments, great recaps, great laughs. What more could you ask for in a podcast? Well done, boys. Keep up the good work. And for the folks out there listening, get your ass in the Discord. You're literally losing money if you aren't in there. With love, the bandwagoner. Good guy. Yeah, great guy there. Uh, he's always popping off in the Discord along with everyone else. So as I said, get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Get all the clips and charts and whatnot there. And uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me uh, missing talent, I guess, because uh, things aren't the same without you. <laughs>